Yet another Team Spirit podcast is upon us this week on a somber mood after a confirmation that Christian Atu, one uh, black star, uh, has lost in his life in that Turkey uh, earthquake. May his soul rest in peace. But I was touched by a referee in the years the divisive when one Mohammed Kudus, uh, in celebration of a goal, uh, you know, those players in, in a shed uh, with the message that uh, may his soul rest in peace, instead of the referee booking him as it is the norm, the referee just had a word with him to say, you know, this is, al- this is not allowed. However, I understand the magnitude of this message and I'm just going to let you go uh, without any question. I think this is where common sense comes in among our referees. Yes, rules are there, but rules, as we always say, are there to be broken. As always, I'm not alone. On that note, what did you think of the referee's conduct? Thanks for having me once more, Team Spirit. I think, uh, yes, rules are rules, but uh, uh, at the same time, you know, I think it was a proper human touch, uh, a unique touch in a sense that, uh, I mean, we are all in tears for uh, for Turkey. So the referee, the referee, uh, I think it did well, you know, once in, uh, once in a while. I mean, that's what... You, uh, Colina used to do to say sometimes don't just play by the book. Sometimes uh, as a referee, you must apply common sense. But but why can't all referees uh, do something like this? Because I, I like I'm saying circumstances are different, uh, and obviously if it's a message that is unbecoming unto what. Yes, uh, you can question them as is pay, is pay, pay, pay the rules. But if it's something as touching as this one that Kudus did, uh, I expect our match officials to be lenient to say, we are human beings too. Absolutely. Like I said, I mean, a good job by the referee to show that he's also human. He's feeling, uh, uh, you know, what the Turkish people are going through at the moment because... Uh, that is a global message. I mean, you know, RIP to those who have lost their lives in that devastating earthquake. Then speaking of Turkey, uh, last week when we were here, we were not sure if our team, Banyana Banyana, would go. Uh, lo and behold, they are there. They played their first game. Although some section of the, of the, of the nation say they should not have gone there. Uh, you know, going to a place after such a devastation people are still reeling even the host team has has pulled out of the tournament but Safa is justifying the decision to, to send Banyana there I, I don't know what did you make of, of that <laughs> Spirit I mean as we speak a new earthquake has just mm. just went off when the team is already there so you can imagine the panic now that the team is there yes we hear that wherever they are it's safe but I mean, this is a natural disaster that, that has been felt by faraway uh, 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 countries, you know, that are uh, uh, considered to be um, uh, around the, the borders of Turkey and Syria. But 
Yeah, like I say, I mean, in 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 situations like this, you don't risk it and say you'll see when you get there. And like I say, check what is happening now. A new earthquake when our girls are already in the country. I can tell you, uh, people are not comfortable at all. Psychologically, what kind of an impact will this have on the player's mind? And and those who are, uh, some of us who are, or those of us who are back home, what should we think? Was this the right decision to for Safa to make? I don't think it was the right decision. This is where, I mean, they should have just been decisive to say, um, no matter where this thing happened and how far it is from our camp, uh, that country is reeling from a shock for the fact that the host country itself, they pulled off their team. It shows that it was all about common sense applying to say, you know, psychologically, these players won't be okay. And once again, being there with this uh, earthquake still going on, the aftershocks and stuff, our team should not have been there. Well, they are there. We're not sure uh, how mentally they are, where they are. Let's just uh, wish them the best of luck there in, in Turkey. Continental football, the big one for Marumo Kalans. I mean, two out of two. Uh, no one saw this one coming. Yeah, no, that's Marumo Gallants for you. I mean, <laughs> Marumo Batabani Bantua, the Warriors. <laughs> they, they are fighting, uh, uh, you know, a real fight in, in continental competition. I mean, they, they, I think for them, it's sort of a good confidence booster, considering that they are struggling at home. Mm. So hopefully that form uh, uh, will transfer to their domestic assignments and then so that they can better their position in the domestic league. And then they are away again this weekend in, in Algeria, uh, where they play in USM. Can they make the three out of three? Well, it's possible for the fact that, um, uh, I mean, they were able to get the points away from home. You can imagine, you know, their confidence is sky high now. So even those Algerians, I think they will tread the... Uh, uh, with caution uh, going into this game against uh, Marumo Gallant. So, yeah, for the fact that they, they, they've pulled it off, uh, why not? It's it's highly likely that they can, you know, continue with their giant killing spree. But why is it that uh, in life, I'm looking at all the teams that are fighting relegation, they lost, Marisberg lost, Swallows lost, uh, so it gives Marumo a chance that when they come back, uh, they can they can survive relegation, especially the form or on the form that they are on now. Yeah, no, it's quite strange when all these teams that uh, are desperately in need of maximum points, they they are now losing in a row. So yes, you are right. It's giving Marumo all the chance to, you know to come and play catch-up and, uh, yeah, because, like, I mean, the difference is not so much there at the bottom. Hey, I wanted to say something even case achieves uh, can be uh, drawn there, but we'll talk about that one later. Sundowns also making two out of two in the in the elite uh, Champions League. Now they're going for a big one, the rivals, the arch-rivals, Al-Akhdi on Saturday. 
Yes, uh, quite interesting, especially now that Al-Akhli is wounded. I mean, they started uh, on a wrong note, mm. losing to Al-Hilal. And uh, remember, it could have been worse because Al-Hilal uh, missed the penalty. Maybe it could have, they could have lost by 2-0. So uh, remember also against Sundowns, Al-Akhli are still chasing uh, the revenge from last season where uh, when they were still under Pito, uh, Sundowns uh, pulled off a double victory over them in their previous group match. So, yeah, quite an interesting fixture at Cairo International Stadium. And then, uh, yeah, the, um, I, I, it's, it's actually a big test for uh, for Ulani, I must say. But uh, they've, they've, they've done it last year, uh, the same stadium. Uh, if they did it last year, why can't they did it again? Yeah, and remember now, the difference, remember now, with uh, that Cairo Stadium will be packed and now mm. we no longer have uh, crowd restrictions and stuff. Let's see what difference will it make, especially now having a South African in, in uh, uh, Pesitao, you know, playing for Al-Akhli against Sundowns, the very same Sundowns he played against where the fans booed him uh, in Atrechville the last time they were here. If you were to put your head, your neck, your body on the line, who is your money on? Uh, quite a tricky one to predict. But uh, yeah, Sundowns with their form, uh, it favors them to, to get maximum points in Cairo against all odds. Okay, another big one back home on Saturday. Once again, Arthur had the chance of going to the Derby on a high, uh, but losing to, to Golden Arrows when they could have easily won like by uh, an avalanche of, 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 of goals. Now they are under pressure, just like they did in the, in the first round, going to the Derby. Monapule uh, Saleng, Lodge is back. Is this a Pirates one? Yeah, on paper, Pirates uh, looks the part, uh, you know, as, as favorites to win this one. But it has shown previously that the playing against Olympian Chiefs is always dangerous in the derby because for some reason they always pull it off. Remember, already Arthur is 1-0 uh, up having won the first round when, when Pirates were strong favorites. But does it matter now? I think it it does because remember with the derby it's no longer about the coach's instructions or you know whatever approach you're gonna have on the day it's all up to the players. So if uh, like in the Alaakli Sundowns game, do you think see or do you see Ata coming on top this time again? Yes, I think the worst result uh, for this upcoming derby could be. Uh, a draw, a goalless draw, or with very small margins. I mean, uh, yeah, with a draw. yeah, with a narrow margin, uh, a one-all draw. So, yeah, because remember, I mean, as things stands now, it's all done. It's all done with. Uh, remember, Chiefs and Pirates. Uh, Pirates are like um, uh, twenty-two points adrift of Sundowns, and Chiefs are, mm. are are trailing by twenty-seven points. I mean, with ten games to go. That is, you know, something that is uh, hardly going to be achieved to say uh, they, they, they will ever, you know, get 
anywhere closer to sundowns. Lastly, on, on this one, Pirates will be there without their head coach, Jose Rivero, who will be saving his second match suspension. Will this have an impact on, on the team uh, psychologically? Spirit, like I said, uh, I mean, one day, maybe Chiefs and Pirates um, uh, must go there and show us something. Approach the derby without the coaches and we want to see something. With this fixture, with or without the coaches, I don't think it really matters because um, it's, 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 it's always up to the players. The players who want it the most on the day because it's self-motivating. That's how this result is determined. And finally, before I let you go, Victor Gomes, uh, the head, chair of the technical committee, the referees committee, he has already spoken of VAR. Is it time that uh, we had VAR in the PSL? Yeah, I think it's about time we also consider VAR, you know, as one of the top ranked professional leagues. And yeah, we always... Uh, particularly the teams, the players and, and their officials, they always uh, bemoaning the lack of VAR as something that hey, Especially Medendorope, he complains every game, eh? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I think with Victor Gomes there, he has already been exposed to this technology, so he's got the know-how and I think he's the right man to lead the process. I was going to ask you about something from DDC, but we'll touch it uh, next week about the Pirates players who were doing some funny, funny business stuff on the field of play. But for now, this is all what we had for, for this week. Please don't forget to visit all our, our uh, social media platforms and also go to www.citypress.co.za for all the hits and misses. Remoto Hai, Thank you, Spirit. Thank you.